Hey there, this is Matthew Watkins, and welcome to another episode of Conference Talk Shorts Edition. I recently became acquainted with a woman who has begun investigating the church, and she has developed a very strong testimony of the restored gospel of Jesus Christ. But here's the problem. This good sister is a member of a podcast group of another faith, and her husband does not know that she has been investigating the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and she is very afraid that he will not be supportive. Now, what is this good sister to do? As I was reflecting on her story, I thought of an experience from my mission. There's a man that I met named, who I'll call Marcos, because his name was actually Marcos. And he had a very similar situation in that his wife was not very supportive about him joining the church when we taught him. You see, she wanted to marry a party animal and have all sorts of fun and get plastered on the weekends and be completely irresponsible. And all of a sudden, he wants to be a Mormon? Are you kidding me? He was very worried about what his decision to be baptized would have on his relationship. We wanted him to develop stronger relationships with members of the ward and especially with ward leadership. So we suggested that he sit down and meet with the judge in Israel, our dear bishop. So he sat with his bishop for a while and he came out. We talked to him the next day and we said, so how did, how did it go? He said, it's, it went great. Yeah, bishop told me, you know, we never want to cause marital discord in this church. So it's best not to get baptized. In fact, go ahead and stop attending church for a while. Just give it a while. Wait until she is supportive. Now, my companion and I about swallowed our ties. And the reason that we were so shocked by this was because of what we read in Preach My Gospel. In chapter 10, it says, Regardless of needs or problems, all people are best helped as they accept and live the gospel. And by the way, I checked this is in the new version of Preach My Gospel as well. It made the cut when they reviewed it. So that is what the brethren were teaching the missionaries, is that it doesn't matter what's going on in their lives. There's no situation in life that will be better without the guiding, comforting, constant influence of the Holy Ghost. And yet this dear bishop seemed to have a different idea. I want you to think for a moment about the covenants that you have made as a member of the church. Let's start with baptism. In the baptismal covenant, we covenant to stand as witnesses of God at all times and in all things and in all places, even until death. That's pretty serious language right there, but it gets even more serious. About a year after we're baptized, we enter into the temple and we make covenants there. And I'll use Elder Renlund's language. He said, in the endowment, we covenant to dedicate ourselves and everything the Lord blesses us with to build up his church. That's from the April 2023 General Conference, by the way. So what are we saying when we voluntarily take these covenants upon ourselves? What we're saying is that the blessings are worth it. In fact, that they're worth everything because we gain everything. Think of Jesus' parable of the treasure in the field. The man found the treasure in the field and he sold everything he had to obtain it. This wasn't because he was stupid. It's because this man knew that the worth of the treasure was far in excess of everything he had. You can also look at the words of Paul where he said everything that he had, his station in life, his way of life, everything that he gave up is counted as but dung compared to the glory that Christ offers us when we enter into a covenant with him. Or President Nelson in 2021 said the same thing without the reference to excrement. He said, staying on that narrow but well-defined path will ultimately qualify us to receive all that God has. 
And then, if we couldn't connect the dots on that, he said, Nothing could be worth more than all our Father has. In case you were wondering, infinity is greater than any other number. Yes, but what about when the cost is really high? We certainly don't want Marcos getting divorced. We certainly don't want this sister to have division with her husband. And, you know, worst case scenario, lose the house, lose the children, everything, right? What if someone loses their job? What if it places their life in peril? Family relationships, those are supposed to be eternal, the most prized possessions we can ever have in eternity. You wouldn't want to give that up, right? Well, I'll tell you another story. Elder Anderson in 2007 gave a talk where he retold a story related by then-Elder Gordon B. Hinckley in April 1973. Elder Hinckley told of a naval officer visiting the United States from Asia. While he was in the United States, he learned about the restored gospel and was baptized. Elder Hinckley said, He was introduced to me just before he was to return to his native land. We spoke of these things, and then I said, Your people are not Christians. You come from a land where Christians have had a difficult time. What will happen when you return home a Christian, and more particularly a Mormon Christian? His face clouded, and he replied, My family will be disappointed. I suppose they will cast me out. They will regard me as dead. As for my future and my career, I assume that all opportunity will be foreclosed against me. I asked, Are you willing to pay so great a price for the gospel? His dark eyes, moistened by tears, shone from his handsome brown face as he answered, It's true, isn't it? Ashamed of having asked the question, I responded, Yes, it's true. To which he replied, Then what else matters? It's true, isn't it? Then what else matters? How often do we as members actually grasp that? I'll give you one more reference here. I speak often that prophets are not prone to hyperbole. I think Jesus wasn't very prone to hyperbole either. Metaphors and similes, sir, but not hyperbole. If you read in Luke 14, he has some very harsh words. Harsh may be more direct, might be the better word. He has some very strong words related to this topic. And just in case you think, oh, maybe this is an error in translation and something was lost in it, I'm going to read you the Joseph Smith version, the Joseph Smith translation that softens things, but also really doesn't soften it at all. Starting in verse 25. And when Jesus had finished these sayings, he departed thence, and there went great multitudes with him. And he turned and said unto them, to weed out the crowd in a sense, verse 26, If any man come to me, and hate not his father, and mother, and wife, and children, and brethren, and sisters, or husband, yea, and his own life also, or in other words, if he's afraid to lay down his life for my sake, he cannot be my disciple. And whosoever doth not bear his cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. Wherefore, settle this in your hearts, that ye will do the things which I shall teach you and command you. And then in verse 33, to drive the point home, he said, So likewise, whosoever of you that forsaketh not all that he hath cannot be my disciple. The bishop in my story of Marcos was an honorable, good man with a strong sense of compassion but he was wrong. You see, misplaced compassion leads us to discourage someone's sacrifice. We look at the gospel and say, well, it's worth it for us, but not for you. It would be just too hard. Now, I will add here for a moment, of course, church policy prevents us from baptizing minors without the consent of their parents, 
It prevents us from preaching the gospel in certain lands where it would be illegal to do so. We follow the laws. There are cases where someone is legally not allowed to pursue the gospel path to the full extent that they would like to for a time temporarily. But for everyone that has a choice, the answer is not negotiable. The gospel path is always the right path. Or in the words of President Nelson from just this past April 2023 conference, the answer is always Jesus. No exceptions, no exclusions, no matter what circumstance. It would be well for us as longtime members to take that a little bit more seriously when we seek to share the gospel and help others along that path. Thanks for listening. I'll catch you next time.